Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Have a listen to this. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. That is a New York public service announcement and it doesn't date from the Cold War. It was released yesterday by the city's emergency management department. So is this where we're at now? Beatrice Finn is executive director of the campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. Beatrice, good afternoon to you. Hi. Were you surprised that New York decided to come out with a PSA like this? Well, I mean, the risk of nuclear weapons use has definitely increased in the last few months uh, with tensions uh, around the world increasing, more authoritarian leader, a new nuclear arms race, and of course, Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine and the threats, direct threats to use nuclear weapons that have been made by Russia. Of course, it's on everyone's minds right now, but the way and just hearing these opening lines from the video, it's, you know, you got this. I mean, we don't. We don't have it, right? Like, we, there is no possible way to provide meaningful aid or relief or protect yourself against a nuclear attack. Yeah. Now, I, I actually, I suppose on that technical point, this, that reminded me of they used to have uh, uh, PSAs in the 60s and 70s telling children to, you know, crouch underneath their school desks. So that would somehow protect them. Uh, in this country, 20 years ago, they were going to send iodine tablets to everybody, uh, how that would uh, resist nuclear weapons. I don't know. Is essentially that PSA nonsense? If 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 a missile did hit New York, everyone's dead. I mean, not everyone will die in a nuclear attack. I mean, there were survivors in Hiroshima and Nagasaki that were very lucky, but it's about luck, and you can't really prepare for it. Of course, if you have a bomb shelter, you'll probably be safer there. But of course, the you don't know what happens after the nuclear attack uh, with the enormous fire sto- storms, the radiation, the ongoing devastation, the lack of infrastructure. There will be no help for survivors either. If you're injured, for example, medics can't can come in. So, you know, you can't plan to survive. You know, some people will luckily survive, but it's, it's, it's not something that you can actually do much about. Uh, it's going to be just down to pure luck. Yeah. And what's more, more obvious is that there will be no possibility to, to send help into a place where a nuclear weapons has gone off. The Red Cross, the UN agencies, for example, have, have concluded that in their expert reviews on nuclear weapons, they cannot help. Uh, and I suppose maybe in part, this is obviously the, the, the war in Ukraine is uh, um, a factor here, plus also kind of uh, uh, the, uh, on Russian media, 
Uh, mm. uh, some commentators have opined about how it would only take two missiles to do the east coast of the US and, and two missiles for the west coast of the US and essentially devastate the place. Mm. Do you think they are real threats? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I don't say that. I don't mean that it's likely that they will do it, but they have the capacity to do it, and they are using these threats to basically deter people from supporting Ukraine, from helping Ukraine, uh, and from helping Ukrainians, and to basically let them, you know, have impunity in in their invasion of, of Ukraine. Um, but we also, it's, it's, you know, of course, this has been done in the context of this illegal invasion, but it's also been building up for many years. We've seen increasing tensions between nuclear arms states. Uh, we've seen a huge modernization and new nuclear arms race. Um, the rise of more authoritarian leadership in the world and this kind of hostile relations between nations. So that Russia felt that it was, um, comfortable in making these very explicit threats is also a sign that we are entering very dangerous times right now mm. and looking towards the future with you know the rising food prices climate change you know tensions are going to keep growing so we if we want to avoid nuclear weapons war um we're going to have to do something about it and what is that something because I, I imagine it's more than one something it's a number of mm. somethings yeah, I mean, we have been working and actually, you know, the, the Irish government has been leading on this, uh, on the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons. So last year, the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons that, just like with chemical and biological weapons, bans nuclear weapons internationally, entered into force. And this is obviously not a treaty that, you know, immediately helps stop Russia's threats, for example. But it really is a way to show that this is not normal behavior. Uh, and to rally also the majority of states in the world. It's very easy to think that everyone has nuclear weapons, but it's only nine countries that have them. So this is a really good way for the rest of the world to oppose this, because actually, like, you know, when we've seen Russia threatens the UK, for example, and also Ireland, uh, by extension, mm. on state TV, we see that a country that doesn't have nuclear weapons is still at risk. If there's nuclear war anywhere in the world, everyone will feel the consequences. Yeah, so this is a... So the, the treaty is really a great way to mobilize the rest of the world and to put pressure on these countries to stop behaving like this and to get them to to negotiate nuclear disarmament. But we're going to need more. We're going to need a whole effort from people. I think people need to remember that this is not just an issue that was solved after the Cold War. They are still here and we're going to have to fight this fight again. Mm. Though getting rid of nuclear weapons isn't divorced from all the other geopolitics. Uh, uh, Russia nor any other nuclear missile holder will look at it as just a discrete issue and get rid of the the weapons but still remain the same. Russia, Mm -hmm. for instance, is never going to give them up uh, uh, as long as it thinks it gives it some some leverage. Exactly. And I think that's why the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons is so useful, because we need to remove that leverage and make it a burden and stigmatize these weapons. Uh, there's no one who thinks that they are very powerful because they have chemical weapons or landmines or cluster munitions, for example. We removed the status and the prestige from these weapons and made them shameful and burdensome and costly in terms of prestige and reputation and other things. So there are ways that we can kind of change the dynamics and change the calculation of how to prioritize as a country. Um, but I think we also have to realize that this weapon is uh, really, really dangerous for everyone. Uh, if Russia would use it in Ukraine, Russian people would die. Oh, no. uh, and and it's, people it's are- a, I think it's, a really, it's important to also see the risks of accidents, misunderstandings, miscalculations, that we can't guarantee that these nine people 
will always get it right, will never make a mistake, and will always behave rationally. So if we want to survive as humanity, we're going to have to get rid of them. Yeah, those who get to a point where uh, Putin or some other Russian leader would feel ashamed or feel some sense of stigma Mm -hmm. about having uh, nuclear weapons under their control, that's a very long road. Absolutely. And that's why we need to really start this now, because the more we allow for these these weapons to, to stay around and we see them as legitimate, as natural, as always just the way it is, the more we're going to encourage more countries to do the same. A lot of countries are looking right now at Ukraine and wondering, like, how do we protect ourselves with that? And I think that we have to really mobilize around the treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons to make sure that not everyone else follows suit and that we actually work towards putting more pressure. We can also use the sanctions against Russia, for example, to push for nuclear disarmament, use the pressure of the other nuclear armed states like the US, China, India, Pakistan, to really push forward with multilateral nuclear disarmament negotiations. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the thing is, though, is that, is, is that that might have the opposite effect. You put increasing sanctions on Russia or any other country to get rid of the nuclear weapons, they're going to dig their heels in just as they're doing now. Well, we've seen in the past how these treaties are really contributing to shifting perspectives uh, and shifting the way. For example, the United States never signed the Landmines Treaty, but has completely um, gotten rid of their landmines and changed and followed this treaty, even if they didn't sign it, for example. So we can see that even, and it works also on non-democratic countries, it International law is not fast. It doesn't work overnight. But over time, you can really see how these weapons become stigmatized and they become less acceptable also for non-democratic countries. So it's, it's, that's why it's really important that countries Ireland, like Ireland, for example, stay strong on their uh, opposition to nuclear weapons, that we voice that each person, we can work through divestment campaigns, we can work through local campaigns, for example, and engage with cities, with unions, and all of society can contribute to raising the threshold for use and kind of keep making this as unacceptable as possible to stop them from using them. Because what we've learned, I suppose, from the last uh, 20 years or so is that when a little bit of progress is made on this issue, particularly between Russia and the United States, is when relations between those two countries were less frosty than they are now, put it that way, isn't that the way into solving this? Well, actually, if you look historically, after massive crises, like the Cuban Missile Crisis, for example, or the big tensions in the 80s, we had a few years of enormous progress on nuclear disarmament. So what we've also seen historically is that these moments in time when things are very dangerous, it's also when we can push for solutions and, you know, a a few years after that, see massive results. For example, we came down from over 70,000 nuclear warheads down to like, 20, for example, during the 80s, after these, you know, the Star Wars, uh, the kind of big tensions and Reagan and Gorbachev gathered in Iceland and then agreed to massive nuclear disarmament processes. So it has been done. We can do it again and we can get it all the way if we really take this moment and this awareness now and this actual fear that people have from, you know, Ireland to New York and around the world. to really sort of ask our leaders to like prioritize this and push for nuclear disarmament. And we can see in the next few years, maybe something something come, come through. Beatrice, thanks very much for speaking with us today. That's Beatrice Finn, Executive Director of the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons. And if you win today, I suggest you spend it right now. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? 
Think Again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.